If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tonight's a Greek minister, Brian Echampong, clash with minority leadership on premises of Food Buffer Stock Company. We have details of the heated exchanges that ensued when the NDC MPs visited food suppliers who have been camping on the company premises for the last four days, demanding the payment of 270 million CDs debt. They all left last night. So I am surprised that just when the NDC minority group were coming here, they regrouped to put up this uh, uh, spectacular show that some people have some people have gone to mobilize them to come back for me it is an insult to the suppliers their greek minister is meanwhile assuring the suppliers will be paid but i want to assure Ghanaians that the issue is simple they have supplied and they want to be paid we are working on it by the end of the day today i will know exactly when uh, they will be paid and then I will talk to the secretary as I promised them. I've also agreed to meet with them next week. This is Top Story with Evans Mensah. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. There was a clash today between the Greek Minister Barry Champon and the leadership of the minority on the premises of the National Food Buffer Stock Company. The NDC MPs were visiting food suppliers who have been camping on the company premises for the last four days, sleeping, bathing and cooking there as they demanded the payment of 270 million cities debt that they owed. Tonight, the Greek Minister had assured the supplies will finally be paid. On the day the Speaker of Parliament summoned the uh, Finance Minister, Education Minister and the Greek Minister himself over this particular issue. More on that shortly. But first, listen to this heated confrontation between the Greek Minister and the NDC MPs. Brian Champon had accused the NDC group of mobilising the aggrieved supplies. So we, so we can take yeah, yeah. the minister is up. So, so, so we don't need to. We, we, we need to see the minister. Minister, minister, why can't we do that? We, 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 can, we can't do our work. We can't do that. Why can't we do that? You can't do that. We can't do our work. We are here to help them. We can't do our work. You are former deputy finance minister. 
what what do you know about these payments? The what do you know about paying people or payments that are Parliamentary correspondent Kwekwa Santi traveled with the uh, parliamentary, the NDC group and the leadership. In fact, uh, Kweku, mm. this is the top leadership of the minority because I saw there to forcing also the deputy uh, Amakufi Boa was also there with him and then uh, uh, Minta Kando and uh, Kudito Ablakwa. So they had gone there yeah. to try and find out what was happening. Uh, and see what they can do to solve this particular problem. So how did this degenerate into mm. this chaos? So when the leadership arrived, they first went into the offices of the Buffer Star Company Limited. They were engaging the deputy CEO. And then the Greek minister actually just entered. When he came in, he stood there for like 15 seconds. At the time, Dr. Kisilatofos and the minority leader was addressing journalists as to how they came, why they came, and what they wanted to do to resolve the situation. But then the a Greek minister thought that the minority were playing politics with the issue. In fact, he directly accused them by saying that they had actually gone to mobilize these people because he had been there the previous night. He had had a conversation with the, with the, with the protesters and they had left. And so only for them to resurface this morning because they were waiting for the minority leadership, he thought that that was an inorganic way of getting these protesters to return. But the minority leadership refused this. In fact, we heard from the, the ranking member of the health committee who accompanied the leadership, Kwabna uh, Minta Kando. He said that that is not accurate and that that would be an insult from the minister if he insisted that they had just gone to 
group these people to cause government disaffection. This issue was raised on the floor of the house. If you say that, if you say that some people have, some people have gone to mobilize them to come back. For me, it is an insult to the suppliers. If we had solved this problem long ago, we wouldn't have gotten where we are. And we are stakeholders in governance of this country. And therefore, we have every right. They are our constituents, they are Ghanaians. We have every right to come and have first-hand information so that when this issue appears on the floor of the house, we know what to say. At some point watching the video you sent us, I realized that it became very personal between right. the minority leader, Dr. K. Salato Fosing and Brian Champon. And it, at some point, I actually saw Amako Fibwa uh, trying to, you know... Stop the minority leader. Exactly, yeah. because he almost was poking his, his hands mm. into his eye there. What, what was that about? And what, what was Atul's reaction? And you know, these two have a, have a history. At the vetting of Dr. Brian Champon, there was this A, Atul incident. And Dr. Kezalato Fosing was a little bit quiet when the, the minister was accusing the minority leadership of inorganically assembling these protesters. But at some point, he felt like he had to come in because... The, the minister had said that Atul Fosin was a former fi deputy finance minister. He knows how these payments work, and so he does not expect him to be playing politics with these things. Then, Kessel Atul Fosin started touching the, the arms of the agric minister and saying that, listen, why are you always speaking on me? I'm the minority leader. I have the right to be able to do some of these tours, and you are simply just speaking on me for no reason. Mm. We recognize that. The economy may be broke, but even in broke, broke economy, we provide adequately for the vulnerable, particularly these people within the social net. And so we are very, very concerned. And so that's why we came. Maybe you will take turn to, if there's something you tell us. It's, it's unfortunate that the CEO himself is not here. We don't really want to put you on the spot. But since we're a deputy, your boss should be here. And he's not here. Maybe we'll allow you to say a word or two to us and if there's something we can do to assist. We are more interested in the solution, the solution, how to resolve the matter. That's the main reason why we came here. Nothing more, nothing less. If, if the problem is financing, we'll march straight to the finance ministry to get the minister of finance to immediately act. If the problem is something else, let us know what the problem is. We can't continue allowing them to sleep outside. I mean, some of the footages that I saw, I was really appalled because one lady was complaining that apparently she can't even eat. No, she's sleeping, been there for three days, and mosquitoes biting her and all of that. So we felt that, no, 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 it's something we should get involved. So we are here to help you resolve the problem. I'm curious, when you go there, you're a journalist, were the suppliers still there before you got there? Yes, they were. In fact, our bus carrying the media of reporters actually arrived there before the minority leadership came in. And they were already there. Some of them were actually eating. There were, there were gas cookers. There were, they were cooking utensils. And they were cooking. Some of them were lying down. So they were already there. The minority leadership did not actually go to them first. They walked straight into the buffer stock company to try and speak to the executives. They, they spoke to the deputy CEO who was on the, on the scene to try and understand what exactly the situation was. It was then that the, that, that the deputy, uh, the, the minister of Agri came in. So the minister of Agri says that despite his belief that this is an inorganic way of the minorities talking the pressure against government, they've, uh, they've persistently assured these suppliers that they will pay them and it's reiterating that promise today. But I want to assure Ghanaians 
that the issue is simple. They have supplied and they want to be paid. We are working on it. By the end of the day today, I will know exactly when uh, they will be paid. And then I will talk to the secretary as I promised them. I've also agreed to meet with them next week. We'll try and get the reaction of the uh, the supplies to what we've just been hearing today, especially the assurance that they will be paid. But this also played out on the floor of parliament right. today. And the Speaker of Parliament had actually, um, a few a few months back, had actually toured the Buffer Company and saw that he saw this coming. And so today when Okuja to Blackwa and then Peter Notuko to raise this issue on the floor, he thought that three ministers must appear in Parliament to answer questions. They are Greek Minister, the Finance Minister and the Education Minister. And so I agree that the Business Committee should program for the three ministers to come before the house. The three ministers are the ministers for finance, food and agriculture, and education to tell us why the challenge will be able to assist the executive to solve some of these problems. That is why we are establishing the committee on ways and means. So please, Honorable Clement Apak, you are on point and I now wait on your reaction to this matter. Let's quickly bring in the uh, spokesperson for the National Food Suppliers Association, Kwekua Medumen. He has led his group and they've been camping on the premises of the food buffer stock company for at least four days now. They slept there, they ate there, some of them indeed took the shower there and he joins us now. Uh, thanks sir, for your time here on Top Story, uh, Kweku. Hello, Ms. Medumen. Okay, uh, we'll try and get his attention there pretty quickly because um, from what we heard from the, uh, their Greek minister, they've met them, he's met them, and he's given some assurances to them. I'm, I'm curious if this has resolved the issues for them and they are ready to withdraw uh, from the protest. Hello, Mr. Amedume. Hello, Mr. Amedume. Great, great to have you. Um, we heard from the Greek minister today uh, speaking to the journalists. This was his assurance uh, a short while ago. But I want to assure Ghanaians that the issue is simple. They have supplied and they want to be paid. We are working on it. By the end of the day today, I will know exactly when uh, they will be paid. And then I will talk to the secretary as I promised them. I've also agreed to meet with them next week. Mr. Medumen, happy? Um, comforting, but not happy. Explain. Meaning that at least we have heard something. And not only us, uh, the, the media bears a, with, uh, bear witness that a minister of state has promised payment on the 17th. The media and the entire general public has heard, uh, as you have played the, vo the voice for everybody to hear. So at least now we have witnesses to the fact that a promise has been made that payment will be, will be done on the 17th or before on the 17th. So... Uh, it is not a cause to be happy, but it, uh, it's a reason to, to be comforted. Are you withdrawing your members then from the premises of the Food Buffer Stock Company? Yes, we are suspending the picketing. Please stay with me. Let me bring in Samuel Kujita Blakwa. He is the uh, member of parliament for Noctong, indeed the former deputy education minister. He was a part of the uh, group of NDC MPs who uh, visited the uh, picketing suppliers on the premises of the food buffer stock company today. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Blakwa, for your time. As you just heard there, they've uh, withdrawn. The, the protest has been suspended. Uh, problem at least seemed to have been dealt with, if not at all in the interim. Uh, based on what you know now, after you've visited and got briefed, 
satisfied with at least the progress made in trying to deal with this matter? Well, good evening, Evans. Good evening, uh, Mr. Medume and all our listeners. Uh, I must indicate that this matter is a really troubling one. Indeed, when we all saw the footages from the picketing, I mean, this has been a continuous picketing overnight. Uh, our mothers sleeping rough at the mercy of the vagaries of the weather, um, crying, wailing, rolling on the floor, really, really heart-wrenching images. And so uh, I raised the matter on the floor of the house today uh, when there was no space for this in the business statement that was presented by the Deputy Majority Leader for next week. I thought that this was an urgent matter of national interest. We should engage the attention of the House. And I must commend the Right Honourable Speaker uh, for uh, instructing that the three ministers uh, for finance, education and food and agriculture must appear before us next week uh, to uh, really resolve this matter. Uh, you will recall that last year, specifically on the 23rd of June 2022, the Speaker paid a surprise visit when uh, he uh, picked up information that uh, the buffer stock company was in distress and that uh, there were areas and our food suppliers were not being treated uh, fairly. At the time, uh, matters were not this bad. Uh, here we are now. The areas have compounded in excess of 270 million. And what this group is telling us is that there appears to be another group which is being favored, which is being paid in advance. And their areas, which is about two years, uh, is not uh, being, being honored. So now we have some form of uh, assurance that the, the matter has not been resolved. Uh, the Agric Minister who came to meet us, and I must say that the conduct of the Honorable Agric Minister initially uh, left much to be desired, uh, the way he, he conducted himself. Look, there has to be a clear understanding of the role of members of parliament. We are not just to sit in the chamber and be armchair legislators. The pursuit of our constitutional mandate of oversight necessarily mandates that we must do field visits, get to the ground, ascertain facts for ourselves, hear persons who are affected by policy uh, implementation, this is short force. And so for the Honorable Agreed Minister to initially take issue with what we were doing there, our visit, and accusing us of, of, of engaging in, in mischief, is, is, is conduct which we will not tolerate at all. Well, and indeed, uh, we, we are going to, we are going to raise this matter before the Speaker and to serve clear notice to ministers of state that they cannot disrespect members of parliament and impede the work of, of, of legislators, as the Greek minister did initially. I must say that he later calmed down uh, Doe and, uh, and, and, and joined us to interact with the with the with the with the with the with the food suppliers. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and just, just, just for clarity, you you said earlier, did I get you say that you'll be reporting his conduct, his initial conduct to Parliament? 
Yeah, definitely. We would bring his conduct to the attention of the right honourable speaker. But, but he had uh, a concern. He had a concern. His concern was that before you arrived, the uh, the supplies had left the premises, and that somehow your your presence there had mobilised them back there. And he thought that was that was mischievous. That that is not true. Talk to your your colleague. Fortunately, the parliamentary press corps advanced. Uh, 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 went in advance and they arrived way before we got there. So talk to them. Uh, Kweku and Ko, your colleague, will tell you that they met them there. I mean, look, let's treat members of parliament with, 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 with respect. I take strong exception. I mean, look, we are very busy people. Why will we be going? Do we know these suppliers? Where will we find them? You know, I mean, they were telling us that they have, uh, they are from Boku, uh, some say they are from Katakrachi and that they've been here for days. So what? We went to Boku to tell them to come back. Look, let's, let's, look, when there's a problem, let's focus on the problem on how we solve it and stop these conspiracy theories that are illogical. These suppliers have been there for days. I mean, I... I I would not know them. I wouldn't know where to find them. I wouldn't know where to remobilize them. The journalists who were there before we got there, and I'm told that there were journalists with them since morning, journalists who are even out of the parliamentary press corps. So it is not true that they had left, and it is our presence that remobilized them or got them to come back there. You see, I mean, why would they leave when you haven't paid? You owe the people about 270 million in your own submission you say that you have not paid them you are giving them assurances so why did the minister think they have left when he hasn't paid them the people say they will pick it till you pay them so who is led the speaker who is this it means that he's not on top of his brief i, I need any clarity though so did you go there to meet with the buffer stock company leadership or you went there to meet with the suppliers all of that all of that our work as members of parliament carrying out oversight particularly when the speaker has ruled following our application that these three ministers will appear before us next week we decided that we have to get to the field listen to all sides and be well briefed well apprised so that when the ministers appear before us next week we can carry out an informed engagement We'll be speaking from a point of accurate information, not just hearsay. Okay. Uh, Mr. Okunye Tablaka, please stay with me. Uh, I've just been joined by uh, Brian Champon, the great uh, minister on the telephone line right now. Mr. Champon, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Uh, let's, let's deal with the substantive issue first. Um, uh, when you spoke to the press there, you are sure that at least by close of day, you would know when exactly uh, they will be paid. I'm talking about the supplies. Do you have that clarity now? Hello, Mr. Champong. Yes. Yes. I'm asking if you have the clarity now. You, you, when you spoke to the press earlier, you said by close of day today, you will know for certain when they will be paid. Do you have the clarity now? Uh, yes, we've, we've always had the clarity um, that um, by the 17th, um, all the validated invoices will be paid. And... 270 million, all of it paid without a cent more left. Well, I, I don't know um, where or who is putting out this 270 million. 
But what I can confirm to you is that from the 17th, all validated invoices, we will start paying them. When you say validated invoices, you have some that uh, are not validated. Well, uh, well um, the suppliers themselves will tell you that um, they are still processing some supplies that they have made and they are putting the invoices through the system. So what we have is not the final uh, batch of um, um, uh, invoices that 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 um, they, they sent to us. There are still some in transit. So what we have and processed, um, that is buffer stock, those ones from the 17th, we will start paying them. Do you know how much that comes down to? Um, I, I wouldn't want to pick, put that figure um, out. Because we're not talking about one supplier. We're talking about um, a bunch of them, and um, we will start paying them. Unless, you know, we have to now put everybody's company's invoices out there. And that's exactly uh, what I've been trying to stay away from. And uh, subsequent and, and further assurance, in Ms. Amedume is on the line. Do, you, do, you, do they have the assurance that subsequently those you've processed already and validated, uh, as others come in, you pay everybody you owe? Um, we, the, the suppliers that we have validated, we will pay. We don't have any problem with that. And we didn't need, uh, um, we didn't require picketing or demonstration for, for them to have been paid. In the past, yes, they have, there have been delays, they have been patient, and at all times, we have paid. And this one, there have been delays, they have been patient, we had a timeline that we we're going to pay them, and when that time is due, we will pay all those validated in, in invoices without without issue. But clearly, in this case, they have not been paid for a while. For which reason they went there? And at least it's taken four days now before this specific hard date has now been given them for payments to begin. <laughs> um, Evans, um, we are all in Ghana. We know the the, the issues surrounding. Uh, the finances of the state we we cannot be oblivious um of that we've had a series of issues that had required that um we we check the stock of cash and, and who gets paid when and how and there have been some general delays in the in the system and this is really uh not the first time but we've gone past that i mean the the, the promise that was given to buffer stock that by the 17th they will receive the set of payments that, uh, sorry, the request that they have made uh, to our financial authorities, that uh, request has been has been met, and uh, and and from the 17th, they they will pay them. If they have waited just about another 30 days, they will see that they would have received their money without um, an invitation to 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 pick it. And on the small matter of the uh, confrontation on the premises today between yourself and the minority group, Samokujita Blackwa is on the line with me, and he had said that they will be reporting your conduct to the speaker because he felt insulted that you suggested that they had mobilized the uh, supplies back onto the premises. I mean, are you talking about my Odadie Junior Ukujeto saying that he's going to report me? Well, I don't think I think himself and the minority group. I don't think he would say that. Well, Mr. Kujita Blackwell himself is on the line. He, he, he my, my listeners and myself heard him clearly. But you accept that your, your, your conduct was insulting to the, your minority colleagues? What is insulting about, about the conduct, please? That the suggestion and allegation that was made that they had mobilized and this was not in, a, in, in, in organic. Where, where was that, where was that uh, suggestion made? If, 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 look, let me, let me bring this thing to the fore. 
yesterday, around 6.30 p.m., I went to meet the protesters. I spoke with them, and I told them that today, I will be able to confirm when they will be paid to them. And then I also invited them to a meeting next week, Friday, for us to see how we can streamline their business process so that in future when they submit invoices, we can shorten the time that they get paid. They agreed. We had, we had some good laugh. We, we talked. We, they clapped for me. I clapped for them. I shared in their pain. And the matter ended. They agreed that they were going to go home. This was about 6.30. 8.30, 8 o'clock, the conversation was over. I left. I came back midnight. When I came around 12 midnight, they, were, they had all left, save for three of them. Three. Around 12. Three of them. Now, this morning, I went there again at 7 a.m. When I went, there were uh, five of them. And I, I suspect that even the two of them were, were the two new were security. But the two that I saw in the night and the gentleman that I met were still there. Now, I, I spoke to a couple of them who had reached even their dis- destination, meaning that they had agreed to our conversation last night. Now, all of a sudden, 3 p.m. today, I get news that um, around 12, I got news that the people are coming back. They are coming back. And then I found out that around, around 4 o'clock, the minority had come in a bus with the parliamentary press, with food and water to share for um, the, the protesters. And these are protesters that I met last night. Everything was, I spoke with them, everything was over, and they had left. A lot of them had left. And then all of a sudden, these same people are in, holding placards crying, wailing, it, it looked inorganic to me. It looked inorganic to me. So I, I put out there, like, look, guys, what they're doing is, 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 is most unfair. Because as far as I'm concerned, this matter was dealt with yesterday. And in, in the food chain of, 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 of their business, I probably, I, except my principal, I'm the highest person that can solve this problem for them. So if I've come to have a conversation with them and they have left, I mean, how come all of a sudden these new these people have come and crying and wailing on raid on, on, on with cameras and being given food by the minority? It looked completely inorganic to me, and so uh, safe to say that I'm accusing the, the the minority of staging what happened today. Yes, indeed, I did say that what everything that was happening there looked completely inorganic and very surprising to me that i said and i'm repeating that on your on your on your on your station except that the parliamentary press score had one of our own reporters uh, as part of that group and they went in advance of the minority group in fact i've checked with my reporter he says they got there at least and waited for 20 minutes before the minority group arrived and when they got there the suppliers were already there they some of them were sleeping uh, so it appears, if you look at those facts, this may not have been one that was mobilized within a short period of time. But I'm saying, I'm not suggesting anything. I'm saying that, as at last night, I was done with the protesters. The minority sent the minority press call there because they were going there. And they followed up with food and water. I mean, they're coming there again to wail on TV and cry 
for me, look completely inorganic. And I'm not accusing the minority, but who the cap fit? Samakujeto, will you wear the cap? <clears throat> Certainly not. And that is why uh, my uh, Odadia uh, colleague uh, will have to prepare to answer questions in Parliament on this accusation. It is clear that he is insinuating that we mobilize the people. Talk to your colleague journalists who arrived in advance. The people were there. They they had made that place uh, their 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 living place. Though they were sleeping rough and at the mercy of the vagaries of of the weather, they say they are from very far points. Some say they are from Boku. Some say they are from Ketekrachi. Some say they are from Hohoi. You know the distance. There is no way these people could have left if if the minister's narration is anything to go. Uh, with to, to, to take to the bank, how can they leave at midnight to these destinations and then answer a call from us as the minister is suggesting and return within these few hours? I mean, we got there today at 2 p.m. There's no way anybody can go to Boku last as at midnight and, and return. <laughs> you will not even have arrived in Boku uh, by, by the time we were there this afternoon. Look, the Honourable Minister should not be trivializing these people's pain, their trauma. There's a woman who spoke to the press, spoke to our hearing, and said that she's being chased by people she owes, and she cannot go home. She already, even before this picketing started, she has not been sleeping at home. There's another woman who was threatening suicide, you know, and we had to go sit with her, the minority leader, held her hands, pleading with her. Look, it was a very, very distressing